Welcome to Pop Culture Roulette for all your pop culture needs. We're America's Podcast. Oh, yeah. So, the excitement level. As always, I'm Nicholas. I'm joined here by our resident self help guru, Jeremy Jordan. <laughs> oh, well, yes. I didn't claim to be a self help guru. They put the disclaimer right out there. <laughs> and and uh, as always, the um, well, he's just here for fun, Justin. Yeah, so I was like, what, what am I going to get? <laughs> oh, I'm just here because I got nowhere else to be. Until 7. 45 or 8. 7.30. 30. <laughs> That's what it is. So we'll, we'll start off with some news that uh, we'll see if this is just me being old or if this is just the, the wave of the, the future. Marvel has announced that as of right now, they have no intention of releasing physical media for any of their Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. So they, they will not be putting it on DVD, Blu-ray, Will they be putting it on digital for like voodoo and stuff like that? Uh, they didn't. I did not see that. But yeah, they just said they would not. They as of right now, they don't. I immediately was like, "Well, but how am I going to complete the collection?" But uh, <laughs> then I was like, "This is probably what makes me old." So, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> when's, when's that VHS coming out of <laughs> of Loki? I, I, I like physical media. It's kind of a shame that they're doing this, but I can understand why. I've gotten away from the physical media in the last couple of years, last year and a half or so. I have I have realized that, that I'm buying way fewer movies on on DVD. I guess I should start saying Blu-ray, but like it's still like something like that. Like I just wanted physical copies of to have in my Marvel collection. So as a, as a collector, I was like, Oh, I mean, I think I get it. I mean, it's going to be there on Disney plus, And as long as it's there, like why put it on Blu-ray? Cause then you're just potentially canceling a subscription by somebody buying it for, you know, however much. Right. Right. True. true. But I also have, I didn't go this weekend because I just, well, I had to work Saturday and I just didn't feel like, you know, trying to figure out how to get there. But they actually had Mighty Con this year, which was nice. You know, at least the the comic book convention up at the, what are they? I know they moved it over to the Wisconsin Product Pavilion at State Fair a couple years ago. Because Tony and I went a few years back. Mm. Mm. So, but uh, I'm wondering the the guys who have all the bootleg, like you know, all the the Disney DVDs, like Song in the South. Oh yeah. The other the other stuff. They're like, oh yeah, we got it on DVD. I'm like, they've never actually officially released that. How do you have it? Oh no, it's oh, it's a okay. All right. So, so <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering. Don't you worry if about we, that. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, look, look don't worry about that. it. 
I'm wondering if they'll have the one division Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, I could see that. <laughs> oh, you can be. I know we got it on DVD. They said they were never going to release it. Oh no, they did. It was a special just Lim- for us. Limited, <laughs> limited edition. Charge double. It's kind of crazy. Some of the people that do that can they even make some really excellent looking covers for those too. It's like holy shit, you should get right, a job like, for Disney. <laughs> you're like, wow, I thought they never. They said they were never going to release that. Clearly, they did. Like, this is some real profession. Oh, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> are, are there streaming services going to do that? Do you think? Like, um, what? I don't know. I mean, or Netflix put some of their stuff out on on Blu-ray because I mean that's all I've seen. Orange is the New Black, like seasons for sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't. I think I think Handmaid's Tale too. Yeah. So I don't know what streaming one that is though. Is that Netflix or is that Hulu? Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, I've never, I've never watched it. I know I come I in the room and it's, I come in the room and it's being watched, but yeah, it's boring. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you want to watch this with me? And it's like, no, no, I don't. Yeah. Oh, you men. <laughs> <laughs> I already know I'm an asshole. I don't need to see a thing about it. <laughs> keep, keep it up. That will become true. That. <laughs> well since we were already talking about netflix um did you see some of the netflix announcements this week in regards to jerry seinfeld no uh-uh. okay lay it on so us jerry Break, seinfeld breaking news breaking news jerry seinfeld is going to write direct produce possibly act in a movie based off of the history of pop tarts <laughs> how interesting could that be yeah i don't know how many times i've been walking through the store and i'll walk past them and i'll be like i wonder what the history of that pop tart is i don't Especially know like brown, brown sugar cinnamon <laughs> favorite one that's your favorite that mm. is hmm S'mores all the I, way for me. Uh, I'm going frosted, frosted strawberry. Mm. All right. What do you think, listener? I'm fucking hungry now. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. Yeah, I got no snacks. Snack break? Snack break? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I assume it will be a, a either fictionalized or highly, like, you know, the based on a true story. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on a true story in so much as that none of it happened in Texas or with a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and there was no massacre. <laughs> um, did you did they say anything about the plot or I guess I guess there was a couple of jokes or a couple lines that Seinfeld had in one of his last specials about Pop Tarts. And so now they're just like, well, I mean, he's never directed a movie before. Let's let him direct this movie. So <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I wonder if there's like some like fascinating thing that actually happened to make warrant it being made into a movie, or if it's like no. you said, they're just did did he buy did he buy stock in Pop Tart? Kellogg's <laughs> Kellogg's make Pop Tarts. I, I maybe. I know I made a note about it a long time ago, but I don't know if we ever talked about it. Um, you know they're making that Hot Cheeto movie, right? 
What? <laughs> I don't know if we talked about this, but jo- Justin, have we ever talked about this one? I don't think so. Uh, okay, I'm I know I made a note up, about. I'm trying to look up the history of pop tarts. I know I made I made a note about it, and I guess I must have just decided it wasn't worth it on whatever episode we, it was. And I skipped it. So Eva Longoria is going to direct a movie about the the invention of hot Cheetos. Um, there, the story has been that there was a, a janitor for Frito Lay oh. in somewhere in California who would make these Cheetos in his house. And he, he like, he had a special blend of, of spices to make them hot. He would sell them or, you know, the, the Latin community would sell them because, you know, the regular Cheetos just are, are you know, they're boring. Mm-hmm. And so they, they spiced them up and made them like kind of, you know, a little, you know, made them cool. Yeah. And Why then make all food spicy. <laughs> and then I guess Frito-Lay was just like, they went into the company and they were like, listen, we're desperate for ideas. If you work for us, come bring your idea. And if it, if, if, if it hits, you'll get part of the profits. This guy showed up with if, hot Cheetos. If it fails, they- you get fired. <laughs> no one will ever hear from you ever again. <laughs> We're not- they they left that part. Uh, that that part was the really fine print on the on the uh, poster. Yeah, <laughs> but so the guy shows up with this idea, and because he had kind of made it himself, like they you know they tested it and they 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 changed the formula a little bit and kind of, and then they brought it to market, and obviously is like one of their most successful products of all time. So the guy went from being a janitor to like moving up and moving up and moving up to eventually becoming the vice president of the company. Wow. So clearly there's some more to the story than just the guy was a janitor who had a good idea. Mm-hmm. Like he must have had some real business acumen or had, you know, done something else somewhere. All you need um, is a shot. Just one shot. But, one I guess, shot. but I guess Frito is kind of pushing back on that story now. And going, yeah, little to none of that story is yeah. true. Like oh, that no. is, uh, we've just never corrected it because we didn't care. But now that you guys are pushing forward and making a movie, we feel like we have to kind of step up and be like, yes, so about that. All, all of that is a lie. <laughs> so are they so... They're not going to do the movie anymore? I there I don't know they don't you know there was talks about what they were actually going to do about it but mm-hmm. you know they'll get Michael Bay involved there'll be some explosions it'll be fine yeah that's you <laughs> that's how they made the flaming hot one a big explosion some aliens came down and it should really just be about Chester Cheetah he's like I'm, you know what I'm surprised they've never made a Chester Cheetah movie. Mm-hmm. They make movies about everybody else. Well, breaking uh, news: Hollywood just greenlit a Chester Cheetah movie. <laughs> um, I mean, I would like to say like trademark pop culture roulette, but I'm sure because we don't own Chester Cheetah, we can't trademark the idea of doing a Chester Cheetah a movie. movie. I would say um, probably not. <laughs> write up a script, send it in. Yeah. <laughs> That's our idea. We said it first. Ah. Prove it. Uh, oh. It's all recorded. Yeah. You got it still, right, Zoom? 
No, that's the one thing we didn't get. Yeah. Sorry, guys. All those inappropriate jokes, we got those. <laughs> that good idea. Yeah. Well, you guys will be I, going away for a long time, but no, that, the idea is gone. But I guess the other thing that came out with the Pop-Tart news is that Seinfeld has signed an overall development deal with Netflix. Um, so I guess part of the original part of the deal is going to go back and grab the one or two stand-up specials that he did. So that's going to be part of the deal moving forward. But the Pop Tart movie, and I guess some either more stand-up specials, or he did. He, I don't. I think technically this is the first movie that he's going to direct because I don't know if he directed the the documentary that he made about 15 years ago called Comedian. Because it, it was about him getting back on the road after Seinfeld ended and like getting his legs back underneath him. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know if either one of you watched it. It's really interesting. Uh, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. But yeah, if you can find it, I'd, I'd recommend. I mean, it's funny, but it's it's got basically a who's who of comedy from 15 to 20 years ago mm. of, you know, just everybody talking about like how big the guy was before TV and now him trying to get back out there and get back on the road so cool it's it's interesting but you know so i don't know you know i don't know if he's got because i know he did b movie a couple years ago oh yeah or whenever that movie that movie, yeah, i a couple years ago but that was <laughs> yeah, probably that was over a, a de- over a decade ago <laughs> but so i don't know if it'll be more animated stuff or or if he you know i know he said he has no real interest in doing sitcoms anymore so i don't know you know, if it'll just be stuff that he's producing or, hmm. but I guess Spielberg, but Spielberg also has some Netflix deal where some Spielberg stuff will be going directly to Netflix. Wow. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you've, so Adam Sandler seems to have, like when I, I remember we must've been doing uh, point squared when Adam Sandler did it. Yeah. Or, or right at the end of before it all died when when Sandler signed up for the the Netflix deal because we all were like wow what this is weird like what is Adam Sandler's career coming to signing a exclusive deal with, or not a exclusive deal but signing a deal with Netflix yeah well, that's just kind of yeah was it like a six movie deal that he signed something like that but I, I know they've increased it since then because they've made so much money off of him because every time yeah. he puts a new movie on even if it's bad it's the highest it's the highest watched thing for a couple of months. So yeah. And then it gets plugged on this podcast. So it goes even, even higher. Right. Bro. Right. And that's our highest. So, everything skyrockets oh. once it gets talked about on air. Absolutely. It does. We should start, we should start getting some, some percentage points of any movie that we pinned. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Someone get a hold of Sandler and we'll get that worked out. Definitely. But uh, that I feel like that's a huge. So, I mean, basically, it, it seems like, you know, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Peacock, like these streaming services are, are just lining up to, to just be like, you know, let's just throw buku amounts of money at, at whoever we can. To, you know, because it just seems like some of the numbers that you hear, you're just like, how can you afford that? No. My my subscription rate's going up, but it doesn't. And yet these oh, movies keep... your subscription rate? <laughs> for Netflix? I'm talking about 
<laughs> uh, well, yeah, I, I pay for Hulu, so and and I do the bundle, so I got I got Hulu, ESPN, uh, Disney Plus, just because yeah. I only gave you the password for Hulu. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, um, that's how. Oh, and did I know one of you watched Knives Out? Yes, I watched okay. that when it, when it came out. Okay, did you watch Knives Out yet, Jeremy? No. Okay. I guess they're doing two sequels, and Netflix has them exclusively. Knives In and Knives Out Again? It's like a stabbing yeah. movie or something? <laughs> I don't know. It's just knives, knives Out. Knives, yeah. Yeah, you're right. They should call the second one Knives In. Huh. Trademark pop culture roulette. Can't have it now. <laughs> People are going to owe us so many royalties for everything we've come up with today. Uh. And and since we're just we're rolling on the net, apparently we're just we're just gonna suck the Netflix dick today. <laughs> All right. There there is a uh, Justin. There's a game show that we need to get Jeremy on. <laughs> Wipeout. Um, that could be fun too, because I'm definitely not doing it. I'd do it. I, 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 I mowed the lawn today, and I'm like, well, I'm done moving for the day. <laughs> So, so I doubt I'm getting on on Wipeout anytime soon. But no, there's a new dating show that will be starting on Ooh. on on Netflix wow. called called Sexy Beast. All right. Nice. Okay. But here's the catch of the dating show. Okay. They're going to put you in full body makeup. Wearing, <laughs> wearing some sort of crazy animal hybrid. When, when you said that, my first thought went to it was going to be some kind of furry costume. Yeah, me too. I was like, this is going to be all fucking furries, isn't it? Yeah, that's no, what this is, um, the one The one picture, I mean, I saw some weird pictures, but the one that really stuck out as the weirdest is they made. And I, I don't, I didn't hear any, I didn't watch the trailer. So I don't know what the person sounds like. So I don't know if it was a man or a woman, but they put like a dolphin on their head. So all you can see is like the eyes and like like the mouth, but like it's like like wearing so it's like, like the it's full like the mask, like, the mask singer, but now it's the, the mask dater. No, I mean, well, I guess, but I mean, it's a lot more like if you were wearing like a full body makeup, like like if oh my you were doing God. if you were doing Hellboy, like you were, you know, they're gonna dress. So you what don't know fuck? you are going on a date with somebody or getting put in front of some people and you don't know anything. Uh, you cannot like you only have like questions to ask. You don't know anything about the person other than, you know, All what right. they tell you. So. So, Jeremy, <laughs> you in like you want to. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm watching this trailer right now and. I don't think I could do this. <laughs> you, just because you couldn't put the mask on, or because you, uh, you? I mean, are... I wouldn't want to end up with any of the people that agreed to. Yeah, I wouldn't want to put the mask on, and I wouldn't want to be with anyone that agreed to this idea. <laughs> so you're that shallow that uh, looks yeah. mean. That uh, okay, all right. Looks uh, are definitely a, <laughs> a huge part of it. <laughs> yeah, he like he likes I, people I am that shallow. <laughs> okay. The furry so, community is not too happy about Netflix's new dating show, Sexy Peace. <laughs> the furry community, really? Yeah, I, I don't know why they wouldn't like this. 
You would think that'd be right up their alley. But, yeah. Um, also, it's kind of weird that that, I, that headline never popped up. Granted, I also just was like flipping through news and I saw that and I was like, let's talk about it. It could be, oh, it could make for some fun. We, we get like 10 minutes out of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucked up. This, I, I feel like this is like a drug trip. Is one of them like a like a Satan looking person, or was that a different show that I? Yeah, yeah, there was a Satan one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then there's like some alien and a, a, a rabbit. So a is it is it? <laughs> you you don't think like you could have put the mask on like it would be too like claustrophobic for you? Oh no no, it's not that. It's just like this. Just looks like a cringy thing. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't. This is not something I would want to put myself. I don't like my face is awesome. I don't want to like <laughs> not hide by no mask. Like get to know me based on what's on the inside. <laughs> It'll destroy everything that I've been working for. It'll destroy my brand. No, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's interesting. I, I probably wouldn't do it. No, that's a that's a no for me. <laughs> well, I wasn't asking you because you're not. I would. I wouldn't put Jeremy through that. <laughs> oh, I would. I would in a heartbeat. I would also get, um, like, I would you know, either personally make it or, or get T-shirts made um, that we would we would make Jeremy wear for the show. Awesome. I'll, yeah, promote pop culture roulette every time. Oh, oh yeah. He just so, wear like a costume that looks like the logo. I just so, feel like, you know. how do you take someone else serious if they're sitting across from you wearing like a fucking stupid dolphin head? <laughs> I don't know. You're sitting across on them wearing a stupid rabbit head. So. I, yeah, I know. But like, I mean, I mean, this is I mean, just for fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, Are I we think- so bereft of shit to like come up with? <laughs> Yes, do you know how many streaming channels there are? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess, I mean, Justin hit the nail on the head with the Mass Singer thing. I mean, it, it's the Mass Singer. It's the yeah. voice. Americans it's, love people behind masks now. <laughs> well, and, and this way we get to pretend like we aren't shallow because, oh, you, you're forced to learn who these people are without seeing them. And like, you know, for you get to you're supposed to fall in love with right. who they are, not what they look like. Right. You know, like, that's the like, whole, that's the whole point behind the voice. You know, like you have, you, Oh, you get to, you only get to pick them based off of what they sound like, not what they look like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the mass singer is just, that's a different thing altogether because it's celebrities singing in a mask. But I mean, some, they, some musicians, yeah, mostly just celebrities uh, and, and Kermit the frog. Right. Yeah, that's when that's when I knew the show was done. Don't you be bashing Kermit the Frog? He is my number one celebrity. I mean, no, I I I agree, he's a great celebrity, but it just I would say uh, I don't know how they wouldn't know it wasn't him. Yeah, yeah, I don't. But uh, well, Netflix already has that one dating show. I I heard Bob and Brian talking about it. I didn't watch it, but like. Where the, the like, circle is that what it's called? I know there's a there's like a wall, and like a you can't one. actually, like you can't actually see like 
they have all the men on one side of the wall and all the women on the other side <laughs> and they can only talk they can only talk to each other i don't know i know there's I, one called the circle that jason has talked about at work what's there's, that one i don't know i'm trying to make a joke about a truck stop damn it <laughs> 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 it's uh I, don't, I guess they're like all on screens and some of them are catfishing them and other ones are real people and they gotta like vote people off hmm interesting i, sh- I should pay better attention to people <laughs> nah why start what you've gone this long why start now love is blind is this another that's the bo burnham song no it, it hold on that's so, the name of the show that Joseph is describing now the one no, I'm talking about is this circle. is a different one altogether. Oh, uh, because well, Sorry, it also I blacked happened, out like, for a second. <laughs> so it's not just me. <laughs> Love is Blind also happened right at the beginning of the pandemic. So like when Tiger King was really popular. Oh, I just watched I... that finally. Finally? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this like past week I finally watched the whole thing. Anyways, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Love is Blind is a social experience where contestants of the opposite sex are put into separate pods and they date around for 10 days without seeing each other's faces. Contestants are allowed to propose to one another at any point during the 10 days. And if the feeling is reciprocated, they are able to meet in person. And after that, they are allowed to go on a lovely beach retreat and move in together. Blah, 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 blah. Hmm. After, after 10 days? Uh, I guess if you don't, like, propose is probably the wrong word, but, like, because I'm not, I'm sure at 10 days you're not like, will you marry me? I'm guessing it's like, do you accept me? Do you, here's a rule. I don't know, some cringy garbage. <laughs> Why are us. we always trying to overcome this, like, physical stuff now? Because well, that's, we're supposed yeah. to be transcended. Well, and here's the thing it's about the, it's that, that like, instant gratification that everyone wants now. I mean, I've never, I've never watched the show. I'm sure I saw like a picture or a clip of it, you know. And then when Bob and Brian were talking about it, but you don't see a show full of like ten dudes that look like me <laughs> on the other side of ten women that look like Cindy Crawford, right? You know, it's right. it's true, ten. True, true, true. It's, you know, 10 guys that look like Dave Navarro and 10 g- girls that look like, you know, I don't know. I so just like, said Cindy Crawford, so I don't want to use her name again. I, I know what you're saying, though. It's like it just so happens to work out that they're all so attractive. So it's OK, uh, right, at the yeah. end, no matter what happens. Right. So, you know, like you're going on the show and yeah, you're, OK, so you're put against a woman who looks like a dolphin. But, you know, and you're like, oh, I like what I uh, we have some of the same interest. I'm digging on her. She's digging right, on right. me. Okay. You know, when she takes that dolphin head off, she's still going to be, you know, probably at least attractive. Like not, right. maybe not, not like, maybe not like cover of Vogue magazine, but you know, yeah. like still like, you know, it's not like still, you can remove the mask now, lady. <laughs> oh, no, this is what I look this, like. I, oh, fuck. I really have a, I really have a dolphin head. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, so they should. That's the show they should make, though, where like it's just really, really not. It doesn't have to even be hideous people, but like normal, normal. looking people. Norm- yeah, 
And then you see really what the reaction is. Let's just see how beautiful this emotional connection really is. (laughs) When watch is her reaction is like, oh, normal people immediately. (laughs) Well, see, this is this is the show that I would like to make. I would like to make like get like 10 Victoria's Secret models and put them on one side of the world. And then 10 guys that look like me and then see what actually happens. You know, they, yeah. they, they, they're forced to talk to each other. They can't see each other. And then vice versa, do the same could, thing. Could the guys look like you actually talk to them? Because I've been they, in some places, like when I went to that uh, convention for, what was it, RTX? That I went to that Rooster Teeth thing. Uh-huh. There was, we went to a, to a bar out there. And a lot of the people, like when the waitresses would come by, would be like, uh, can, I, can I order a water? Like they wouldn't even uh, look at them. <laughs> Well, there's going to be a wall between them. Oh. So it'll be, it'll help. You got you to put up that wall. We can worry yeah, about I, their social skills once the wall goes up later. That'll be a whole different right. show. The wall I mean, comes there down might, and they just freeze. <laughs> we might have to have a show first where, like, I, as king of the nerds, teach them how to act socially yeah. and interact with people on a normal level. And then we put them in this crazy situation All where, right. hey, the person on the other side of the wall might be a Victoria's Secret model, or it might be, you know, a normal human. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know. Right. Talk to them. Be a person. <laughs> yes. So it's a two-part reality series. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the thir- the third part is them in like therapy. <laughs> Once it all goes horribly, <laughs> you don't know what he did to me. <laughs> all right, Pop Culture Let Studios uh, making waves here. <laughs> okay, well, um, I I've got my AGT notes, but I I only have one more one more note uh, for for pop culture news. So, do you guys got anything? Did you? <clears throat> actually encounter any pop culture this week that you might want to speak of i watched spiral oh is that any good it was pretty decent um it was directed by darren lynn bousman the guy who did the second one the third one and i think the fourth one so it definitely had the saw look to it and chris rock was funny as hell in that movie he was really good he was able to i mean because he was just probably improvising some stuff and maybe writing some stuff on his own he the dialogue didn't sound like too phony ever at at times um and one thing i'll say though is the ending twist was kind of like oh come on like i kind of you could see it coming a little bit but i mean the first one set the bar so damn high it's gonna be always hard to recapture that feeling so Worth checking out. Worth checking out. All right. As somebody who gave up on the Saw franchise like two or three movies ago, mm-hmm. do I need to catch up? Nah. Or can I just... Okay. Nah, they're not connected at really at all. But I mean, okay. just the same universe, yeah. All right. But it's not like, you know, if I'm not... Like, oh, I didn't watch the last one. Like, you know. No. I know, that no. I know the Saw movies for a little while were like starting right where the other one was ending. So Right, right. Yeah, this is yeah. just kind of like just years and years later. And they, they really, I mean, this isn't spoilers or anything. They, they acknowledge John Kramer's death. And I mean, that's just kind of about it as far as oh, like okay. going backwards. So, yeah. Because I did kind of want to see it mainly because Chris Rock is like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. they, they got him to show up. Okay. 
right. Yeah. That dude does not age. <laughs> no. But there's a saying that we're not allowed to mm. say, but I'm sure we can. Well, <laughs> none of us are going to. It's positive. <laughs> yeah. It is po- it is positive. But I don't want to make Jeremy have to do any more editing than he already does. So. I appreciate that. <laughs> just, just put up a beep. <laughs> so that's about all I really did this week as, as, as far as pop cultures goes. Because like I said, I finished Tiger King and I'm so late to that. That's not worth even talking about. <laughs> yeah, that, that's one of those like in our hiatus, like Tiger King would have been a lot of fun to talk about. Yeah, and the Jesse Smollett thing would have been a lot of fun to talk about. Um, some but, some of know, that probably we couldn't have because we would have got ourselves in trouble. Yeah, we you know so I mean there's part of me that's like I wish we had been recording, but at the same time it's all episodes we would have had to been like, what are you talking about? They don't exist. Yes, I know that the hundred and one episodes existed, but now uh, mm-hmm. wow. I do I do need to check out Stitcher though because. Um, I, I, I updated our, our feed or refreshed our feed, but a friend of mine, when I put that message up on Facebook about getting people to like or subscribe or follow whatever they do on whatever platform, mm-hmm. uh, he told me like, yeah, you guys haven't done an episode since like whatever of like this year. And I'm like, okay, some of those episodes are still out there. All right. Uh, oh, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. I wonder if you, if, if he had tried to listen to them, if yeah. they would have actually been there or they would have said, you know, you know, not found or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, <laughs> we'll have to scrub our past a little better. <laughs> it well, always I mean, stays around somehow. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and, that, and like we said, we'll always talk about it. We will. We yeah. just won't. We just won't release it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah. The only other thing I have is I do have hero of the week. Um, I have I have one this week too. Okay, you why don't you go first? Because I I don't know where you're gonna go with yours, so I'm kind of curious. Pro- okay, so literally this happened like as we were recording last week. So like I stopped recording and then I read the story. Like it happened like either while we were recording or shortly before we started. Okay, so. Um, I don't understand how this happens, but so there's this little girl who is a massive Joey Votto fan. Joey Votto plays for the Cincinnati Reds. He at this point is probably been in the league for 10 years or more. Justin, probably more. Yeah. So, I mean, he's closer to retirement. This little girl, like he's probably been playing in the league longer than she's been alive. For whatever reason, she's a massive Joey Votto fan, and the Reds were in San Diego playing. So she's getting to see Joey Votto play live for the first time in her life. And in the first inning, the home plate umpire um, is just he he's a terrible umpire. Starts arguing balls and strikes with Joey Votto, and Joey Votto, well, gets kicked out of the game. So here's this little girl who for the first, and she's got like a Joey Votto shirt and like she's decked out. Her parents must've spent who knows how much money. Cause like she had really good seats like behind the visitor dugout and like here, her hero gets kicked out of the game in the first inning. 
Oh man. <laughs> now this is this is where Joey Votto becomes hero status. Yeah, he, he, becomes, he usually does some antics, though. So it's um, good to this, see that he did something good. This is where he he steps up. Somehow the news got back to him that this little girl was there and is a massive fan mm. and was just in tears. So he signs a ball that said, dear, whatever her name is. Sorry, I'm an idiot and got kicked out of the game. Uh, <laughs> and and gave her a signed ball, so a personalized signed ball, and like then he, I think he gave her like a jersey and some other stuff. Um, and then I, I don't, I he must have, and I, I don't know if he did or the parents had already bought them. Um, like got her make made sure she had tickets to the next game where she could actually see him play, and and she promised him that, or he promised her that he wouldn't get kicked out of that game. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> That's really nice. But I just I love it when I, I hear about athletes stepping up like that. Like I don't know how that news gets back to you sitting in the dugout cuz I mean you're in the stadium with 20,000 fans. If he how would, one... if he went into the clubhouse too, he could watch the game on the TV and I'd probably show that girl repeatedly. But, but well yeah, but I mean how did how did the TV camera find her? You know, so I don't know. I mean that part of the story is a little hazy. But I still, I mean, I love hearing about, you know, when 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 baseball players do that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know. that is yeah. cool. So Joey Votto is my hero of the week. Nice, awesome. Um, well, my hero. Hopefully, I'm not stepping on any of your news stories in the upcoming uh, few minutes here. But I am going to give my hero of the week to Conan O'Brien for 28 wonderful years of late night. You know. Given how much of a Conan fan I am, <laughs> yeah, I don't because this was his last week on the air. It um, was on well on a every night or you know a mostly every night basis. Yeah, um, I don't know how that news story just never made it on my list of pop culture things to talk about. Mm. Well, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Now we can inadvertently. This is my way of shove, shoehorning it into the show. He, that was a. Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely one of the best hosts of late nights. I when he was after Leno, mm-hmm. um, and doing the show out of New York. Um. Oh man, I loved that show. I in college, like just staying up late intentionally to watch Conan, because you just you never and you could tell like, like. If the ghost the guest went on Leno and they went on Letterman, they told like the same story. Yeah. You yeah. know, they they had the pre-approved, like, here's the topics we are gonna talk about, here's how this conference when you went on Conan, it really felt like you never knew what they were gonna talk about. Yeah. I mean, there was the time there was the time that he gave Tom Hanks the the skeleton of the dog and yeah. said this was the skeleton from your your co-star and Turner and Ooch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was always really a uh, big fan of the Norm Macdonald interviews. Yes. He would just yeah. let him go on the rants and it wouldn't stop him. It was awesome. Well, <laughs> and, and like, you know, I, like I knew that like either, either Leno or Letterman himself or his, you know, head writer Jesus. would always go into the dressing room and do like a pre-interview. Yeah. With the guest to kind of feel out the stories and, but you could tell with, uh, with Conan, like they didn't do that. Like they really just, 
you know, because I mean, Will Ferrell, Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. like those guys went. You never knew what Will Ferrell was going to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to take over for him? Uh, I think TBS is just done with just trying done. to do late night. Yeah. You know, when I lost cable, I stopped watching it as much because I just I didn't have access. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, I miss, you know, um, but I am very I mean, now that Conan's going to HBO Max to do, I don't know if it's going to be a weekly or a monthly or like he's going to be doing a variety show on HBO Max. So I'm, I will probably start watching that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'll be something else we can talk about. Do you guys listen to his podcast? I did for a while. Um, I just couldn't keep up. Yeah, he's a lot. <laughs> um, but I think he's really good on that too. Like he's just so fucking quick. I, still, yeah. I mean, he's just so, such a sharp dude, and he can really talk to. I mean, everybody. He's just so good at like making everyone feel like open and welcome and yeah. warm. So yeah. Good on him. Yeah. I would say he will be missed, but he's not going anywhere. Yeah, that sounds like he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Still be around. But I just, I remember like Conan was doing stuff with his, with not just with his guests, but like the sketches where like he'd have the one guy in the current, like the one guy that was like for the, I think he was with the show the entire time. He must have been a writer or a producer or something. And like, just that guy was always like the clueless audience member oh, yeah. or, or, you know, always just, Oh, yeah. I remember one of the more awkward things that I, um, sometimes my mom would stay up late with me and watch Conan. And he had all sorts of like, he did like weekly or, or every so often he would bring out like all these new mascots to try out. Yeah. And one, of, and one of them was camel toe Susie or camel toe Kathy. And so it was just a woman who had, you know, something shoved in her and she was wearing like yoga pants. And so like it was this massive, like cartoonish camel toe. And she's just like dancing on the stage. Saying, like, uh, do you so, remember? Here I, so I'm sitting on the couch on one couch. My mom's sitting on the other one. I'm trying not to die laughing because I don't know how she's taking it. But I just remember it being so awkward, That's but at the funny. same time, really funny. Yeah. Do you remember the um, masturbating bear? <laughs> uh, have come out. Yeah. Oh my was, god. Did, was it the year two thousand? The one he did too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wear like did those did... green things, right? <laughs> weird collars. They, yeah. That they kept doing well after the year two thousand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Do you remember when Andy left Conan for a little while? Mm-hmm. Um. I. I was like, I will. I want to be the guest host or not guest host. I want to be the co-host. I want to be there. I'll, I'll do it. But you know, that was like really kind of early internet. So there was no way to like YouTube didn't exist or definitely we couldn't have podcasted where we could like promote it. Yeah. Right. If only we did get that. We did get that one or two seasons of that great show. Andy Richter controls the universe, but oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that's true. And then, and then all of that failed, so Andy Richter went back to Conan. <laughs> I'm going to go try this, but if it doesn't work, I'm coming back. All right, Justin. All right, is it time for America's Podcast Recaps? America's Got Talent. Oh, all right. But, but, but before we get into that, do we want to do an ad break, Jeremy? 
Sure. Today's show is sponsored by Seasons of Life Memorials. Have you recently lost a loved one and want to hold on to their memory forever? Would you like all of the world to be able to view what their life had been about? Seasons of Life Memorials is what you are looking for. We create individual and unique documentary shorts that will allow anyone visiting the gravesite to view the documentary and your memories of the loved one. Contact us today to set up an appointment at seasonsoflifememorials.com. All right, okay. and, we're ba- and, we're, and we're back. And we're back. Okay, so um, I tried to actually make a note on everybody this time. So we might, well, maybe we'll skip over some people. I don't know. But uh, um, I got a, a confession to make. I, I, I only watched half of it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The first half, the second half, or the middle? The first half. I finished. Okay. I'm at the um the guy that's about to shoot the arrow. Or make someone else fire the arrow or something like that. Does that sound familiar? So you've seen You're almost at the end. Yeah. You, oh, okay. You, All right. You've seen the one dancer with her hair? Yeah, I think so. Yes. You're on the last act. Yeah, yeah, you're on the last act. So. Wait a minute. Let me. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess I did see the whole, almost the whole thing then. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, started off with an obvious Kia commercial. Yeah. Which is yeah. A little stupid. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Like you know. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, that was so cheesy. Yeah, but you know they do that every so often. Yeah, yeah. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let her drive my car. Yeah, get get out. I'm driving. I'd be like, no, you're not. No. (laughs) Which car is this? You're walking. The first group was the shuffle group. Shuffleusion. Yeah, they that was okay. I mean, pretty cool. (laughs) I wrote that they kind of reminded me of like cheerleaders. Okay. Um, felt felt like a cheer squad. Oh, okay. So we're on the same page. I wrote oddly, didn't hate it, but I'm not sure I liked it either. Yeah, I, I just put well choreographed. Felt like cheer squad. Yeah, I don't know how much of a future they have. I always look at them like, would someone pay money to watch this on a nightly basis? And no, I don't think they would. Right, I agree. Yeah. Uh, then we had our second act of the night. Ham and Casper. Ham and Casper. Ham and Casper. Um, Quinn, my my little dog Quinn, yeah. uh, was sleeping next to me, and when Casper started singing, man, she popped up. This, <laughs> she just she was all about. That was her favorite act of the night. Aww. Like if she if she had a golden buzzer to give, she would have given them the golden buzzer. She oh. was all about it. Nice. Then she went after that. She went back to sleep and didn't pay attention to the show. So. <laughs> I just put that it was uh that I don't know Pam seemed very serious about the whole thing and it was just kind of comical. Again, not sure they'll go very far in this competition. Yeah, I don't know how far they'll go either. But she is the one act that I uh, I jumped on Twitter and uh, tweeted. Oh, nice! Oh, to see if you can get her on the show. See, to see if we can get her on the show. Oh. <laughs> we just want to speak to the animal. <laughs> uh, bring on Casper. Pam, Pam, you get out of the way, Casper. <laughs> What's it like? Get Casper, Quinn, I'll get Lucy. They can just be podcast and Jeremy can host. There we go. <laughs> I figure if we ever actually get one of them to agree, like we'll just do like a quick like zoom, like 15, 20 minute, and then just like 
splice it in. I doubt we're gonna get somebody who really wants to sit. Oh, I, fi- I whole... figured. I figured. Yeah, it'd be like five ten minutes. <laughs> five ten minutes. Yeah, we're not so, like, getting any... someone for the hour plus. So if some if somebody actually responds yes, I'll be like, you just tell us when you're available on an evening. We'll we'll zoom in and we'll just splice it into the the episode. Yeah. Unless for some reason you want to sit with us and bullshit for shoot the, shoot the shit for an hour for, for an hour and a half <laughs> that'd be wow. fantastic if anyone actually did want to do that it'd be awesome and they get to hear all the stuff that doesn't make it in <laughs> um uh, yeah i thought that it was you know for being a novelty act kind of she did have a decent singing voice which was good that helped yeah yeah no that definitely helped i mean most of the time like when she started i was like oh this is going to be cringy mm-hmm. like she's not gonna but like i was like okay she actually can sing like i mean yeah. probably not probably would i don't know how many yeses she would have got if she had been out there by herself but you know true like it, true you know she wouldn't have been buzzered right know? right yeah yeah so i agree but yeah who knows where else i mean what, what can you do with that now where else can you go with that i feel like yeah I don't, all right I mean, what do we what do we have next uh brooke simpson singer did you write any um, notes down on that one? She's I, she was good, but I, I think I felt like the song wasn't necessarily right, right for her. The right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I put, so I, she has good energy, good range, and I think she has a lot of potential. So if I mean, they, a better if they find the right music for her. Better music choice. Better music choice. She would have absolutely destroyed. I mean. But yeah, no, I was, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't, I think she has a chance potentially, but you know, it's really, you know, it, I'm just going to beat a dead horse. It's gonna, it's all about better, you know, better song choices or making the right song choices. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yoga show Roman something or another just now. No, no. If if he would have came out and said something about how he was going to be a contortionist, I think it would have went over better. But he's like, oh, I want to do a yoga show. Let me get in this box. I can think of nothing worse in my life than being shoved into a little box. I don't classify myself as claustrophobic per se, because like I can get in an elevator just fine. Like I don't necessarily. But there's the idea of being put in that small of a container um is just nightmarish to me i i felt like he was going to get a no until he brought up his daughter and she was crying and talking about this all i ever wanted to do and then i was like yep now he's moving on (laughs) yeah um bring on the sad sap story Mm -hmm. and simon actually took his buzzer back yeah which is weird rare like that that doesn't happen very often true true um That'll be one of those acts that, like, when they get to cut down rounds, like, that just doesn't show up to cut down rounds and they never discuss it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be, we'll be going back through because I assume you're keeping all of these notes. You're not throwing what? them away. No, I got every, every one. They're in my yeah. little, they're in my little uh, pop culture journal. Got nice. my Sam, my Sandler ratings. The Blake Apple bomb. <laughs> he was in, uh, I don't. I think it might have been the Pam and Casper one. 
when Terry's talking to him, you can see him in the background. What? The one guy who does that weird dance. Keith Applebaum. Oh, that dude? Apple, yeah. Apple Carey? Yeah. He's, he's in there? Whenever, yeah, Terry's talking to one of them. And you just see him in the background, like, staring at the camera, and then he just kind of, like, walks off, <laughs> off screen. <laughs> That's weird. Um, I, you guys can discuss them more. I just wrote another choir. I am out. Oh, J, JW's Inspirational Singers. Was this the uh, tap dancer? Yeah, the one with yeah. the tap dancer from New York. Yeah, it's kind of boring. Don't care. I mean, Just, I, put, I put they sounded good. Yeah. No, no. Not, 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 not going to win it, but definitely sounded no. good. No, just don't. No, don't care. <laughs> All right. Like I'm, I am just out on choirs. I'm sick of them. I'm tired of them. I don't want them to be there. I just, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of, I have that vibe too. It's like anytime a choir comes up there, it might as well just be another commercial at that point. Right. Yeah. I just, I tune out for two minutes, mm-hmm. come back and, okay, moving on. All right. Um, well, then the next one was uh, Soji the mis- ma- Magician. Oh. The nine year old. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's good. He was I'll give good. you, for, for a nine year old, he's really good. Yes. He just needs to not be nine anymore. Yeah, I put I put good, definitely a name to keep an eye on. Right. You know, I think you know, four or five years, six years, you know, maybe you know, maybe ten get years. into later. Yeah, maybe ten years. After he, he loses keeps... after he loses interest in magic when he gets interested in girls. <laughs> I mean, if he keeps it up, like he he definitely <laughs> has a real future, but you can tell like his stage presence isn't quite there. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he just doesn't really have a good flow. And then, like... Oh, it was really entertaining. I'm watching, trying to grab Howie's hand. Oh, yeah. yeah. Howie's like... Like, he, you know, he isn't versed enough to know that, one, A, don't, don't touch Howie, and B, like... Don't you know, touch how Howie. To, yeah, how to, how to, like, change the act when you don't have something going your way. Like, you know, how to... Had it, you know, on the fly, like because he had it memorized down to how to do it, and then, you know, mm-hmm. so like it just it felt a little off. But I mean, dude's got kids got talent, no doubt about it. Definitely, yeah. I'm pretty amazed by the quarter thing. I don't know how the fuck he did that. <laughs> I, I don't know how we. I don't know how they do any of it. Yeah, I know. It's like, be it, yeah, it's real magic. All right. Um, then we had the other direction. Funny once, but really, like what? What are we gonna? Ah, funny, good stage presence again. They're one of those. I'm not like, not sure they could be a headlining act. I saw it once. I the they want to be the One Direction, but they're the world's gayest boy band. uh, Boy band. (laughs) I could I could see them doing like halftime shows and other kind of things like that, but not being like. a headlining act anywhere just bring them in for well but once once they come out and do that song because i mean that's your that's probably your opener like what's where's the comedy from there like now the cat's out of the bag although the cat was out of the bag pretty because as soon as they walked out i actually looked at and justin went village people (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. My oop, <laughs> honed in on that pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that, was an, that was an obvious one. Yeah. Um, what do we have after that? Charlie Lafrato. Well, Lafredo? There was one other. There was one other thing I did write about that the other direction. Yeah. Um, they had that whole story about how they all like came out to each other at like summer camp, and then they promised yeah. it. And I was yeah. like, none of that. None of that happened. None of <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. Just it, like that's that's the story that you sell, so that you can be like, look at this is no. Like, like when that none. when that happened, you're like, something smells like BS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Then you had then you had Charlie Lafredo, the ventriloquist. I wrote pure awful. <laughs> I didn't see this actually. I, I put bad, doesn't have talent. <laughs> like, like this was this was in direct of like where we were talking last week about how they just don't show like the bad acts anymore. They, they were like, oh, a- we don't. We don't show bad acts anymore. Huh? We'll show you. <laughs> One of the worst ever. Yeah. Uh, followed up by Josh Blue. I okay. actually knew who that was before. Like when I seen him in the preview, I was like, I know who that is. As soon as he walked out, I was like, this guy looks familiar. And then he said his name. I'm like, okay, yeah. Should he be allowed on the show? What? This dude? Oh, my God. He's been everywhere. Right. <laughs> He is the winner of what was that next comics last, last comic last standing? comic standing yeah yeah, yeah. he yeah. he's got multiple Netflix specials he's <laughs> one he's one wasn't last comic standing on NBC I don't remember that okay um so my my was, I mean yeah. yeah so my question it has nothing to do with with who he is it has everything to do with like. I mean, I guess it, it does have to do with who he is, but not like I'm not like, you know, oh, forget him because he's got cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. It has everything to do with like this is a well-established comedian who has sold out or been selling. He, yeah. play, he doesn't play just the back rooms like, you know, he's not the comedian who's in my basement, like, you know, playing to 10 guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, I knew who he you know, was when they showed him in the preview, like when they did the, uh, I don't know what you might call it in the beginning, where they just kind of showed some of the X. I mean, last I was, comic standing. I was like, hey, that's Josh Blue. I know who that is. Last comic standing has produced some really big names. Some of them not funny. I'm looking at you, Amy. Uh, <laughs> Amy, what's her name? <laughs> Amy Schumer and Eliza Schlesinger. But you know. But we're also looking at you, Fluffy. You are hilarious. Right. Yeah. They also gave us Gabriel Iglesias and and Carlos Mencia or just Gabriel. I don't know. I don't think I never thought Carlos Mencia was funny. But but I mean, you know, they they so it's not like Josh Blue is a nobody. And oh, this yeah. is he's his, he's well established. Yeah, this is so I I don't so I I didn't see this, but do they actually like pretend they don't know who he is when he gets up there? Like, yes, that's kind of yeah. crazy because they fucking have one of them at least has to know. I, you've got to think that Howie Mandel knows who he is. Yeah, uh, you know, I you know I could easily see Miss No Sense of Humor 
not knowing who he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, that stupid thing. She hasn't I done that in that. a while. <laughs> she kept. She did that a bunch of times this episode. At the you know, beginning, could, right? For something. I yeah. can see I the can guy see going Sophia. into the box. Oh yeah. I could see Sofia Vergara maybe not knowing who he is. Um. I have a feeling Simon knows who all of these people are as probably the person who has invited most of them to come uh, audition on the show. Yeah, uh, definitely. But I, so I just, it's, I don't know. Like, it's just like, man, like I would rather like a couple years ago when Preacher Lawson showed up, like I had never heard of him before. You know, I don't know how, you know, how many comedy clubs or what he was you know, what he was pulling a night, you know, you know, venue wise, but I, you know, at least I had never heard of him before. You know, mm-hmm. most of the, but this guy, like. Yeah. Like I know. knew as soon as I seen him, seen this picture, I was like, I looked at Kirsty and I was like, Hey, that's Josh blue. Yeah. He might not be selling out the Pfizer, but he's definitely, you know, packing the house at, you know, Riverside. Yeah. 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 You know, maybe sure. not, maybe not selling out, but he's definitely, you know, putting butts in seats, you know? So I don't know. I, I, so I don't know. I mean, what do you guys feel? Should somebody like that be allowed on America's Got Talent? But at the same time, I don't know what the rules are. Right. I would. Yeah, that's a tough one. Because, I mean, if the rules don't specifically state, like, you can't have had a career before you show up here. Like, this is an amateur contest. Like, what would what would stop Metallica from showing up and being like, "We're gonna destroy America's Got Talent. Oh. We're gonna win it." You right. know, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's weird how they 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 walk out on stage and they're like, oh, "So who are you guys? Oh, we're a, we're a heavy metal band. You know, we just wanna we just wanna share a rock with the with the country." Yeah, just, like if, if like if like Bo Burnham showed up or Stephen Lynch, mm-hmm. yeah, or, right. or Drew Lynch. Which he did, didn't he? Right. Well, that's and that's yeah. That's where Drew Lynch got his. Yeah. Uh, well, like came back. Like they, came we back. all know, we all know who you are now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that's really strange. I don't know. Jeff Foxworthy is like people haven't talked about me in a while. I'm gonna go on America's Got Talent. Get my yeah. name back. They yeah. bring back the whole white is it white collar comedy tour. They all four of them come out there. Who are you guys, and what are you doing? <laughs> I'm ready to laugh today. I don't know if I could laugh at that. Was that funny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, oh, I hate that woman. All right. Then, then we, wrote, we had the two bad acts followed up. The yeah, for the ra- one good one. Random singer, not good. I don't know who she. Who I don't even know who's he or she anymore. I don't remember. The, the first one was I think it was Michael Spencer. Really bad singer, and then there was the yeah. other seventeen-year-old where Simon told her to come back in like a year or two. Oh yeah, I just wrote cringy. Uh, I just wrote can't sing, yeah. which which was the setup for the good okay. singer. Right, because the one guy was bad, and he was like, "Just please stop, never sing again." Yeah, and then and, it then, had the, and then the girl that he said come back later. That he was like, "Oh, you might get better. Go home and practice. Come like, back, wow, come back in two years." If that's if that's not like, you know, yeah. a double standard practice right there, like well, like I don't remember how old the guy was, but the girl's like seventeen, so the yeah. guy was already like in his thirties. 
Um, so then I don't, then I don't think get, I'm going to get any better at singing, even if I do practice. Then we got to Jimmy Herod, uh, who when when he was like, "I'm going to sing somewhere over the rainbow," I'm like, "Oh God, please!" The sun, really? the, the I, sun will come out tomorrow. Sun will come out tomorrow. Whatever, I, <laughs> whatever, whatever. God awful song he said he was going to sing. I was right there with Simon, but I was right there with Simon going, "Yeah, I I hate that song." You're right. Pick, pick a new awful. song. Pick a new song. Um, man, he turned that around, didn't he? Oh yeah, that was a great performance. Yeah, he started out really nervous, but he got there. Yeah, I do think he would be very uh, comfortable hanging out with the other direction. Uh, <laughs> well, whatever could you mean by that? <laughs> um, do well. We'll this. That's the final segment so we'll get to that one um jeremy did, did or is all of this making like you remember i'm sorry i really don't i i must have started zoning out around the ventriloquist because none of this do, is really do, ringing do you remember the ventriloquist no oh god it was it was terrible should i go back and laugh at it is it like it was, bad yes, funny yes no oh, it's like, just bad bad Oh, okay. It made it did make me think. I did. I believe I said if you've ever been on America's Got Talent, like we would have you on as a guest just to like talk about the The experience. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to amend that. Mm, If you're the worst act that's ever been on there, we don't want to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, that's that's a uh, don't write in. Don't like you know. Like you, you don't necessarily have to have gotten through, but just don't be as bad as that guy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I true. I don't necessarily want that guy on this podcast. Jeez, that's yeah. really saying something. Oh, oh yeah, it was. So then, then we got to the last act. Oh, that of the night, the, the Jimmy heard Herod after him got the got the golden buzzer from Sophia. Oh yeah, yeah, that's okay. Golden buzzer, I guess. Really? Well, that's we'll get to that when we when we uh, do our golden buzzer question. Um, then we got to Danella, Danila, Dan, Danella, Danella, Danella Ben, I think. Unless um, I heard it wrong. I mean, I thought she was amazing. I said she was very intense. It was a good act, but man, it looks painful. Yeah, it does. Um, so basically, Jeremy, she was an aerialist. Okay. But instead of just hanging out on the ring and doing the normal stuff with the with the silk scarves or flying around in a ring, she tied her hair up in a bun, really tight, and put a carabiner or a ring in the hair. And her hair. That's in nuts. the hair. And then had the rope come down and attached just to her hair. And then did the entire aerialist act. Just with her attached hair. to with her hair, just attached. <laughs> I mean, she was she was doing the you know the complete spins like fa- so fast. You're like, how are you not throwing up? And, yeah, like doing yeah. the dancing. Like she got down in some sort of yoga pose, where like she was yeah, like you know, like kind of like I don't know what we call it anymore, but you know when you you sit down and you kind of put it's, your feet in front of you. It's kind, so some kind of yeah, some kind of like lotus or something. Yeah. Like that. So and then and then I they lift, do yoga. and then they lifted her up and she didn't le- lose the position until she got high enough and then she started moving. It was cool. I would go back and watch that. 
Okay. Um, obviously, there's been aerialist on there before, so we've seen similar acts. Mm-hmm. But because she was doing it with her hair, it was just different enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That it was like, okay, all right, I'm. This is intriguing. Yeah. Awesome. I'll check it out. Um. Then there was the act that you said you were at. So we, we I thought I was, we were... but maybe it was the commercial break before the ventriloquist, and they were just pimping that act. Cause... So they brought back. I think this was still in seasons that you were watching. You remember a live, um, a danger act a couple years ago? They got to the live rounds, and the man put uh, like a funnel in his mouth, and his wife was up on a stairs. And she was going to shoot a crossbow into his mouth. Yeah. Well, it was on fire and she missed and it hit his throat. Mm-hmm. I think I they brought that. that and then I think they've come back like once yeah, since they, then. They were on something else where they were grossing him out with Howie on stage. They were like shooting milk out their eye or something oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, they, they'd come back before. Yeah. So Simon brings them back out um, for a third time and makes the other three judges think that like he's actually brought them back to give them a shot and they do a couple cool trick shots and then they bring Sophia and Simon up on stage mm-hmm. to be part of the show. And then there they go, okay, Sophia, you're going to put a blindfold on and we're going to have you shoot the crossbow at Simon. To so, pop a balloon. Yeah. To pop a balloon above Simon's head. So, as soon as they put the, the blindfold on Sophia, the, the lady grabs the bolt out of the crossbow, and then they put a fake bolt in his stomach, Ugh. have him lay on the ground, and they, they bring a bunch of people out on, you know, and set everything up, and they're like, okay, Sophia, remember, as soon as you say, as soon as I say fire, you have to pull the trigger. Uh-huh. Because now, did either of you watch last year or the, yeah. Because last year was her first year. No, I don't think I did. I don't think so. She but... had a real problem. They kept pulling her up there for Danger X, and she had a real problem following direction. Oh, okay. Actually, like, pulling the trigger when she was supposed to, because she would get all scared. Mm. And they're like, you have to pull it when you're told. You is very important for the safety of this act, for the timing. If you don't do it right, you can. it'll hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. So she pulls it, which obviously shoots nothing because there's not even yeah. a fake bolt in the gun. Yeah. And then they just it they yell, just makes that noise. Oh, they just yell, oh my God. And she rips her blindfold off and sees Simon laying on the ground with a bolt in his chest. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, she and then she shoved the one lady. She shoves the lady, and then and then the guy drops down to his knees and and like get the medic, go, go, go. Oh wait, wait! Simon's saying, "Simon, he, Sophia, Sophia, Simon wants to say something to you. Get over here, real quick. You, you got it." And she comes over, and when she comes over, she, he just goes, "I got you." And he stood up. That's funny. Nice. So, That's pretty cool. So, were yeah. they actually like an act, or was it all just for? I think it was just for fun. Just yeah, to, I think just it was just. I, I, I think I, I wrote down prank. So I don't think they're going on. I okay. think it was just this one yeah. time thing. Gotcha. I think because they've been, I think they got brought back to the champions. So I think once you make it, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming at some point you can only make it through so many times before they let you come back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or before they stop letting you come back. 
for <laughs> stuff like that. So we need to see if All we right. get our hands on an official like handbook for this. If there's not, if there's one <laughs> yeah. floating around out there, the AGT rule guide. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of loosey goosey stuff going on. There, there does seem some. So um, I guess it's going to be a little harder to answer this question yeah. uh, for one of us. But, I mean, the, the, the question that we end all of our AGT segments with. Who is your golden is, buzzer? Who is your golden buzzer? Uh, for me, all right. um, it's going to end the streak. But I'm, I think I would have given the golden buzzer to Danella, the aerialist. All right. Okay. I write that down here. So I got it. Oh man. Uh I don't know who I would have given it to. There were I I don't know. I kind of want to lean towards Josh, but I already know who he was as a comedian. Mm-hmm. So he was already established. So I don't think he should get the golden buzzer. Like we don't know if he should even be on the show. Right. That's why I didn't give him the golden buzzer. I mean, obviously, he was hilarious. Yeah, that's so. Are we not including him, or can I just take a cop out? You, I mean, if you want to, if that's your golden buzzer, that's your golden buzzer. That's all right. That's that's where I'm going with my golden buzzer. I mean, until we get a rule book from AGT, we we get to make our where are we get to make our own rules here. Yeah, oh, even, yeah. it doesn't matter what their rules are. Definitely, that's where I'm going. Well, I think I should maybe abstain this week from voting since I didn't see enough of it. But from what I did see, I guess, you know, just to keep my streak alive, I'll give it to the nine-year-old magician. As I said, do you want do you want to rewatch it and let us know at the start of next week's episode? Yeah, I'll do that. Or or even off Yeah. Or even, or even off pod and I can write it down in the book. I'll do that. I'll get back to you. All right. All right. I was working on a pretty big thing, so I kind of zoned out while it was on. It's fair. I missed it. Sorry. Oh. I watched Loki though. <laughs> I'm I still haven't finished week two yet. So okay. Oh, oh good. I'm not the only one. <laughs> I was hoping I just, they wouldn't bring maybe, that up. Maybe when the whole thing is over, we could do a whole thing, a whole series recap. Okay. Yeah, to say this week has been this week was kind of weird. So I I'm honestly surprised. I got it. I almost had to text you guys before we started to be like, I didn't even watch AGT because <laughs> Like we, we started it kind of late last night, and then we finished it this morning. So I watched it this afternoon. Just watching it when, uh, like two hours ago. <laughs> oh, good, we all did it today. Yeah, yeah, we all procrastinated. <laughs> well, yeah, at least I was, I was like, that's the one thing I got to get done. Because well, at some point on Saturday, uh, I was like, because she she told me she was going out today to uh, meet up with her cousin and i was like i gotta watch agt by myself then like i just you can <laughs> you, oh so we found time to fit it in but nice all right well if you are uh, a ventriloquist who has no idea how to actually make a ventriloquist dummy talk or you really feel the need to be a horrend not I'm and I qualify this by I'm talking about this gentleman only. Be a horrible crossdresser. Um at the same time of being a really bad ventriloquist. Yeah, at least do one good. 
Yeah. Um, if if you, uh, <laughs> if you want to do, try to sneak in a Kia commercial in a show without actually paying for. Well, I'm sure they paid for it, but without actually calling it a commercial, you didn't fool anybody. We caught you. Yeah. Just, for that. just just remember that stupid never walks alone. 